Hey sports fans, BMOC here. Start your day by playing Sportal, a sports-themed word-guessing game from our friends at Big Swing Games. You've got six chances to solve the puzzle. It's either a sports term, a sports personality, or a team name. Head to Sportal.pro to play. There's a new puzzle every day, and it's completely free. But if you like it, be sure to click that share button and send it to all your sports fan friends. Seriously, please do that. We need a win so bad. So bad. Like, really bad. So head to Sportle.pro. That's Sportle, S-P-O-R-T-L-E dot pro to play Sportle. Good times. Hey, everyone. This is BMOC. Usually we take the week of Thanksgiving off, but uh, this week, once again, the coach and I traveled on the road for Tuesday night action to watch the Ohio Bobcats take on the Bowling Green Falcons, and we kept a little running road trip diary. So today, as a special Thanksgiving treat, uh, we have little excerpts from that. Uh, hope if you're traveling, you travel safely, and uh, enjoy some turkey, and happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Here we go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sports Wednesday. Sports talk for the medium fan. That means we get the big stories right, the details wrong. My name is Pete Brown. I'm the big man on campus. Joining me as always, basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you, Coach? I'm doing good. Just driving down to Athens, making some making some dreams happen. Making dreams happen. And in the back seat, as always, with the hot guitar licks, it's Mike. You were supposed to pick up Maestro? Uh, That's your call. You're supposed to bring him when... No. Once again... I'm not taking that. Once again, Maestro bailed. A.K.A. the Baylor. The Baylor. The maestro. Now, to be fair, he bailed several days ago. He did. It was an he early did. bail. This was not a late bail. If you're going to bail, that's the way to bail. And his reason was pretty legitimate. It was a legit reason. So, had a conflict. Couldn't make the game. That means it's our second road trip show of the season. Oh, people have to be excited people, when they hear that. People got to be thrilled. We are thrilled. Ho- we are hoping for a lot, lot on the show sheet tonight. Uh, but we're hoping for a follow-up interview with David from our last oh, road trip show. What a great burrito, burrito buggy burrito. review. Yeah. Hopefully, Coach and I get on TV again. That's the whole reason for this trip. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start with, because we just started talking about this in the car, World Cup reactions so far. Okay, okay. so far. So you want to talk about the U.S. game first? Sure, I'll, I'll talk about the U.S. game. Well, so a 1-1 tie. You looked like the U.S. had it, but a bad foul led to a, a goal by Wales and... Uh, Coach, you had some thoughts in our text thread about what this means for our longer-term chances. Uh, the longer-term chances are, 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 I feel, are bleak. They play England on Friday. Playing England now, if you would have won the game and got a result of a win against Wales, that game against England can be a draw or even a loss, and you still can move on. Now this game has to be a draw or better to have any chance to advance. Now that uh, Wales, Wales, it, it, now it comes down to if you just beat Iran and lose to England, and Wales beats Iran, now it becomes how many goals you score, and I, I hate that. That is that is a dangerous place to be, especially when it seems like a lot of these games are one nothing, I know that. two nothing. Like today, there were zero two zero zero two tie zero games. zero ties, and it's yes. once again one of the reasons why the sport struggles oh, here in America. US just loves soccer. But uh, Saudi Arabia, with a huge upset, uh, really benefited shocking. me in the World Cup pool. <laughs> huge. Um, but in general, 
what do you think of the games that you've watched so far? You were watching the Poland game yes, today? Yes, I've actually watched quite a bit. I, I'd say my first reaction is, God, soccer players do themselves no favors with the world crowd on how they act. I, I, I just the flopping and the horrible grimace faces when people just bump into them. And the other day, yesterday, a dude from Senegal was carted off after somebody basically hit him in the nuts. It's quite a nut shot. It's quite a nut shot. I will say this. It is like 8K super high def slowed way down. <laughs> yes. Right? So, so those could be fleeting. But, but They could. I'm of the rare opinion yes. that there's not enough flopping in the game. <laughs> and if I was like in charge of the U.S. team, I would hire actors to help us work on our flopping. We really could use some acting. Because I, to me, it's not the flop. It's that the acting isn't good enough in the flop. They're selling And nothing. I think I think it was Maestro, R.I.P. Maestro. Hey, Maestro. Where is he, Maestro? Yeah. He's not here. But he's like, he still like, looked like an idiot because he kept flopping and then waiting for a call. And he'd be like, what? Where's the call? And stayed on the ground while the play was continuing. Where's my continuing. call? Yeah. So, I agree. But that's been our complaint about soccer. But does it seem like there's more in this international or is it just we're watching more? I don't know and I think right now they're under the microscope and it's and I, here's what I'm going to be completely on it's, it's been a long time since I've watched this much soccer yeah. in this short of a period of time I haven't been following my EPL yeah. so maybe it's just I'm seeing it again with fresh eyes and it shocks me all over again do you think that these players have like in um, Zoolander like he had blue steel oh. he had his different looks like they have different flop looks and they're like ah it's my unbelievable my incredulous stare as, as, as you said that since they have like 8k HD they absolutely know what they look like when they're making those grimaces alright let me ask you this too I yes. thought this was interesting I was surprised yes. when I put on the game yeah. that we had American announcers I was too. I, I did not know that. I'm not, they must be doing that for each host nation, or are they, those the announcers for everybody? I don't. I, I assume that Fox hired them for our games in particular. But uh, I'm so used to hearing you yes, know, the British the guy British going, guys. "A lovely through bowl." Yes. That uh, and not that they don't know their stuff. They were great. I, I had no complaints about it. Was, it was an interesting twist. Interesting twist. So um, now let me ask you this. Yeah, please do. Like, I see the clips of, like, oh, here's Washington, D.C., where there's, like, 800 people in a park watching the game, or Kansas City, or even here in Columbus at Cruz Stadium, where loyal listener Hayes was watching. Yes. Do you do you have any desire, like, if U.S. makes it out of the, makes it out of the, what's this stage called again? This is the pool stage? The pool stage. The knockout stage? Of being in a crowd like oh, that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's zero doubt I want, I want to be draped in the colors of our nation and be watching that game with other people of and just screaming every time they get a goal. I've wanted to wear a flag cape for so long. Oh, this is your chance. So we play England at 2 o'clock on Friday. Now we did draw with England in the World Cup last time we played them, which was 2012. Correct. And I watched that in England. I was there at the Pimlico Pub. Do you want? Do you think anybody at the Pimlico Pub will be watching that game going, where's that American guy? Yes, they'll be waiting From for you. 10 years ago. Yes. Oh, absolutely they will. You still keep in contact with them, right? On MySpace? Absolutely. <laughs> we're on Friendster. Friendster. So uh, we're already, uh, we haven't even gotten through downtown Columbus yet, and we're, we're caught in game traffic. This, this is a huge this, game. I can't believe we have tickets for this. They had to have been going for thousands of dollars. Thousands. Thousands of dollars on StubHub, everybody. Um, SeatGeek. Let me ask Let me ask you this question. Yeah. Uh, anything else on World Cup before I pivot no, to a good. new question? Okay. 
So it's uh, November 22nd. Right. It's a Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Tuesday night Max. And this is a game of consequence for us. Huge consequence. If we win, we, we take the Mac East and we go to the Mac Championship game. Uh, also, cold November night, Tuesday, it's an easy pass. And you have been all in on this game since I brought it up. Absolutely. I, I, th- I need to be a part of this history. I need to be a part of OU. I need to be at a game where things are at its highest level for OU, whether they win or lose. I just I don't know how many football games that I've been a part of for OU that have had this kind of magnitude. I need to be there. They need me there. They need me uh, and Pete and Staden. They need me there. That's uh, There's no argument there. They need the two of us in the front row going crazy on ESPN. Yes. You, ESPN, you. Here's what's interesting is we can talk all about this game. By the time this episode comes out, the game's over. Actually, before the episode's over, we'll probably record our post-game Yeah, so you'll, so you'll have the whole thing yeah. in one little podcast. But, uh, well, props to you, Coach. I mean, I was, yeah. I was just waiting all week. I was like, if Coach texts and he's like, listen, man, I'm just rethinking this. It's going to be 20 degrees. I would have been fine with it, but the yes was a yes. I cannot believe it. We're, we're doing, and we're meeting uh, pickleball Ed there. Pickleball Ed with a new attached Achilles. It's amazing. I can't wait to see it. The newly attached. I'm, I'm not touching. I touched his. I touched oh, that leg jelly. when it popped, it was and so there was gross. there was nothing where there's supposed to be baby, something. Baby, baby, baby. But uh, so maybe we'll get him on the on the show. Oh, I think it has to happen. All right. Against the spread. All right, once again, caught in the game traffic here. It's uh, backed up from Athens. That's about a 75-mile backup from here. Yeah, at least. At yeah. least yes. to get into this game. You probably walk from here. All right, so there's another game this uh, this coming weekend. Is there? Yeah, mm-hmm. that um, not, it's not Ohio's first university. No. Uh, but there's uh, like a an agricultural college here in Columbus that has a game against Michigan on Saturday. Yes. And uh, and that's a game of some consequence as well. A little bit. We've been talking about this team off and on for a couple of years. So, where 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 is your confidence level heading into this game? Hmm. That's that's interesting. Interesting take. It, it depends on a lot of things. Um, my initial gut reaction to this game is I have zero fear. Um, and and what the what I'm about to say doesn't make any sense, which I'm really good at it on the show, but. Their running back, whose name completely escapes me, we'll call him Deuce, Timbi- Deuce Bigelow. Deuce Bigelow or Timbi Akapatuka. He is hurt. So he got hurt in the last game. A, an apparent knee injury, which is very vague. Yeah. Now, he may or may not play. And, of course, everybody's saying, well, if he doesn't play, then we've got it. I'm on the other side. I feel like if he doesn't play, I'm scared. Because when there's just something about the unknown of what... Michigan can do and their quarterback's a little bit of a scrambler yeah. that I just feel like that chaos could be a bad thing for the Buckeyes so <laughs> to finish off yeah. if the running back plays I feel good if he doesn't I'm nervous that does make no sense it makes no sense but if he plays and he's somewhat injured and he's not playing to his potential and they keep running the game plan through him that makes which sense which they're going to do Here's uh here's my take, and I I am not as well versed in these teams as as you or Maestro or certainly Tall Sean. But there's been points in almost every Buckeye game this year where you've paused with a moment of concern. Where the, I think they might lose the game. 
not even that they might lose or just like what's going on nothing's working and yes. i'm talking about like even against toledo or right yes. there's been so the, now they've run up they've run up good scores and they've been a good second half team to do that it's almost like they play down to their their opposition in the first half and then they come out and kind of get their act together michigan has also been that way Definitely the last two weeks you know, they've both done that together. They struggled. Michigan struggled with Illinois. Michigan struggled with Maryland, oh, who yeah. we also struggled with oh, to yes. some extent. But m- my sense is Michigan's struggles with those teams had been more consequential than our struggles with them. Like with us, there was a little more confidence that we would put it together and pull it out. Yes, whereas with Michigan, the game was def- the balance of the game was in question. Is there something to be said, though, for yes. this idea that it's it's the OSU Michigan game, and those players just rise to a different level. Oh, I th- I, I think it's. I mean, I just said a name, Tim Biakabatuka. Tim Biakabatuka was a running back who was maybe known in the Big Ten. That game he against had against Ohio State, I don't know, two hundred plus yards. It put him in the first round of the NFL draft. So yes, I, I definitely believe that that game creates heroes and makes people play at a crazy different level which makes it harder to handicap when you're in the professional handicapping business oh. that way do they call it handicapping they call anymore it handicapping. they do I'm sure you're they sure do. yeah i'm going with that i don't want to get canceled <laughs> um do you know what what is the line on this game okay let's play the what do you think it is i'm gonna say it's uh osu minus eight and a half oh well, that's nailed it it's seven and a half okay wow that's that I was I was going to say it's somewhere in that more yeah. than a touchdown, but not quite which double I, digits. I, I think that's way too high. Yeah. I, right now, if it was eight and a half, and I was a gambling man, which I am, yeah. and I had access to a bookie, which I might, yeah. I would lay the money on Michigan. I want Ohio State to win, but just less than eight points. Uh, by the way, uh, OU is seven point favorite tonight. Are they really? Yeah. So maybe Vegas knows something about our quarterback. Curtis oh, Rourke. I hope so. Maybe he's playing. Oh, I hope so. Fix it in post. That is right. Now, now we've made quite a few road trips to sporting events together over the yes, years, we have. and we've always had good snacks. Always great snacks. There's some. There's some definitely sta- some staples. I'd say today, like today's snack bag is is the is three staples. Oh, and I, I will. I will state that these have been there. You have been a stalwart with these. Yeah. Um, of course, number one is. Pretzel rods. Pretzel rods, they're great for tailgates. They're just a great all-around snack. And, and you can serve them to people, and you don't feel like everyone's just reaching in the bag, getting their hands all over, because they, they just grab a couple rods. They're so easy, and they're, they're so manageable in the car. Yeah. Like, you, if you take a handful of something, like, let's say we're going to go straight pretzels, yeah. and you've yeah. got a handful, you've got to hold them or put them in your lap. Pretzel rods, handheld. Like, yeah. it's, you just nibble all the way down, and you're good. Plus, you can pretend you're smoking them. Yes. And you can point them at people. Yes. Oh, like the great cigar. Pretzel rods, definitely uh, underrated. It's underrated. Yeah. Okay, so let's now do a rating for Twizzlers. See, it. I, I feel like Twizzlers, um, once again, a handheld item, easily eaten. Yeah. Um, it is a great balance of sweet with the savory and saltiness yeah. of the pretzel. Um my only problem with Twizzlers is not really a problem. I have what you would call a sweet tooth. Yeah. And Twizzlers are a... God, if I eat one, I will eat a the whole thousand, bag. The whole bag. Yeah. 
So that's my only problem. It's not a, it's not a bad problem. Yeah. It's just that I have no uh, self-control yeah. with Twizzlers. Yeah, my only real problem with Twizzlers is I'm not a fan of black licorice. Oof. And it just baffles me that the same company could produce both. Do you think that that's just they had a deal that they, like, when the original person had Twizzlers and they made this recipe, they said, we know everybody's going to hate it, but if you want to buy our company, you have to make black licorice? I guess. Because it's really bad. It is, but I think it's one of those genetic things. Like, you're either genetically predisposed to like black licorice or not. Because I only know two people. My my mother and your son. Yeah. That And to me, that that's not enough people to, yeah. to make black licorice. I know three. My wife, my son. Oh, your wife's yeah. in there, too. Yeah, she's yeah. the one that got him on the black licorice. She is an odd bird just like your son. That makes so, sense. <laughs> um, she I, won't listen to this, so I said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, this will be the One Sports that's, Wednesday and 240 that's my episodes. That's right there. Jody, if yeah. you listen to that, you can go ahead and text yeah. me your response right. to that. So, so this next one... This is where this is, is really the wild card. It's a road trip staple, but it's a controversial one because it's not a clean eat. It's not. The combos. The combos. What's your thoughts? Well, to me, there's only one one combo, and that's the pizza-flavored pretzel pizza one. Man. Yeah, so good. The problem I have with combos is when you get like the non-pretzel one... Yeah. I, I, you can swap that shit right out of my face. I don't want it. Agree. Yeah. But they are a messy eat. They are. They get the dust all over. But there's something about them that's associated with road trips in my mind. Yeah, Almost like Slim Jim. Slim Jim's another good staple. Another stable. one. Slim Jim's a great, great addition. Get your protein. Once again, do you notice all of the things except for the combos? Handheld sticks mm-hmm. that we eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you were going to now... Now, we know we've got the our car snacks. But let's say you were throwing in a wild card... For a cold November night, mm. and you're thinking, I want to throw in a car snack that's going to be good on the way down or on the way back. Ooh, ooh, give me a minute. Give okay. me a second. Think about that. And and I'll point out, too, they, we, orange jellies are another staple. They're they're definitely a BMOC staple. They're fantastic. But uh, I didn't bring any this time. Ooh. I might throw in... This is... This is you know what would be great, but... Which would be... Marathon bars. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make. They don't make those. You gotta anymore. get the, okay, cur- well, the curvy wormies. If you're gonna go with that, I think we can go with something that we know we can get, and that's the hundred grand bar. Oh, you're, yeah. you're going very similar. Yeah. You got the caramel. Yeah. I think that's a nice touch. It is. There's something about caramel that's a warming. It is warming. A warming candy. And it's not an overpowering candy bar. Uh, there's something going on with it. It's not super simple, but man, it's it's really satisfying. All right, you ready for another quick uh, out of left field pivot? Yeah, do it. Who wins in a fight? Between a Nestle Crunch and a Crackle. Oh, Crackle all day. Really? Oh. You're crazy. Not even close. Not even close. Crackle is like old school. Crackle is like, it's Crackle's old man strong. I'm sorry, Crunch. I know you're still not. You're, you're not the new kid on the block, but you are because you came after. I think. I don't know my history. <laughs> Coach, but, Coach's candy bar history is sus. But, <laughs> but wait. So I, I think Crackle's a badass. So I just do. Street fight rules. I, I'll maybe give you that. But if it's, uh, let's say it's, okay, it's organized, it's you're in the, the ring. ring, I feel like... Okay, Crunch has a better backing. I feel like... They, well, what are we talking about? Crackle has Hershey behind it. That is a, that's like having Disney behind it. So basically I'm asking, and, and, and Crunch has Nestle behind it, so it's it's mm. America versus it's like Europe. Oregon versus Alabama. Like, okay. Okay, but if it's America versus Europe, okay. the question is, yes. is it a fight? I think we win. 
Is it a soccer match? We lose. We lose. Hard. Is it fencing, for example? I think. We're dead. I think if it's fencing, Crunch wins. Crunch wins by a landslide. We're not even close because I, I don't think Crackle's fast. I think it's going to be very slow. Slow twitch. It's fast twitch muscles are bad. It's it's a it's a one. It's got one punch capability. If it's bulls, Crunch wins for sure. <laughs> bulls being the French version of bocce. But if it's bowling, Crackle. Crunch is going to get hammered and still beat it. All right. It's Crunch versus Uh, Crackle. crackle. I'll tell you what. Go on the Twitters. Tweet at us the sport and who's winning between Crackle and Crunch. Because I think there'll be a lot of interest. I think that's going to shut down. uh, It's going to totally shut down. If it's Corfball, it's Crunch. But if it's basketball, it's Crackle. I think it's Crackle. I know the Europeans can play a little they play some nice corfball. No. Oops. Trash bag. What's that? Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Enjoy. Thank it's you. Awesome. Don't forget to look Absolutely. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Trash bag. Thank you. So, uh. To BMOC, we're sitting now at our tailgate yeah. waiting for pickleball Ed, and uh, they just came by in their golf cart and gave us a free trash bag. That was that was a huge get. I was a little nervous when he came up here. It was like he was going to tell us to move yeah. along, or yeah, because we're kind of we're sitting in the spot next to us, kind of saving it for Ed. And yeah. I thought he'd be like, "Hey," he's like, "I know Ed, and you can't be where you are." <laughs> and we're like, "We know Ed too, and we are going to be where we are." And then it's going to be a fight, but he's just a nice guy. He's a nice guy. With free trash, trash bag. bags. Even if I don't use that tonight, I can take it home. That's a gift. So we we both have four-year degrees from this institution and now one trash bag. (laughs) Might be the most valuable thing we own. Okay. uh, We still don't know if Curtis Rourke is playing, but this is the point where you predict the final score. Okay. I'm going to go with... (laughs) I'm going to go... Don't do it. Ohio. Don't say it. Don't take my... 32... Okay. BG twenty four. All right, mine's 34-17. 34-17. Oh, Ohio. Ohio University. Okay, yes. just making sure. Okay. Come on, come on. And then we'll leave from here and go straight to Detroit. <laughs> Isn't it in two weeks? Yeah, it is in two weeks. That'll give us plenty of time to find a hotel, <laughs> find a nice place to eat. Mm. Okay, we're in the stadium now. We've got a bit of a conundrum. The guy in front of us in the beer lines, OU Nick Cap, is upside down. Someone's got to tell him. Someone has Coach? to tell him. I think, yeah. I can't be me. No, I think Because you're afraid? Yeah. <laughs> he looks angry. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> you're going to do it. I think you could take him. And, I mean, of all the people to tell him, it should be Tam Yelganall. Because <laughs> everything's backwards on yeah, that. Hand. That's true. But it's also upside down, so that kicks it up a I know that. All right. He does, sure he does he look angry. Doesn't he? Uh, TV timeouts already. All right, media timeout. Come back from commercial. All right, BMOC here now. We're at a media timeout. Six minutes left in the first quarter. I told the guy his hat was upside down, and he said thank you. Very curtly. Did not go well. But now the latest uh, story is we, we, there's it appears to be a former member of the Marching 110 wearing sandals 
It's really cold. It is really cold. It's like 20 degrees out, and he's got sandals on. Is he showing off, or is he really comfortable with that? I just have hot feet, guys. <laughs> that's what he's saying. If we went and asked him about it, that's what he'd say. I just have hot feet. He's, is he doing it so we'll ask him? Coach is on his way to go ask him. <laughs> Yeah, we're in between the first and second quarter. Ohio's down 7-0. Curtis Work is not playing. How do the Bobcats win this game? Ah. <laughs> All I know. Let's go to pickleball, Ed. Ed, how do the Bobcats win? How do the Bobcats do win, win this, this game? game without Rourke? Uh, run the ball more effectively. I think the option, the option, yeah. like go with it. Play the triple freaking wishbone Nebraska style. I also That's think this, this team's this game's going to turn on a dime, and I think it's going to be a huge turnover. The Bobcats are going to turn the ball over, or not turn the ball over, but get BG to turn the ball over inside their own red zone, and we'll be able to capitalize that and turn the tide. All right, some optimistic thoughts from the St. Pete's duo. They won't lose the faith. That's what they learned at St. Pete's. Keep the faith. All right, we're in the second quarter now. It's an injury timeout. What I'm interested in right now is Ed's theory that he's not wearing his gloves right now. He's just going barehanded, and he's going to bring his gloves out later when he really needs them. And I didn't think about that, but I'm giving it a shot. I see you're doing it too. (laughs) What, what What are your thoughts? My theory is I don't understand. Like, I have the gloves on, and I my hands are warm now. Like, a, Longley has no credibility because he didn't wear long johns. That's true. B, it's all relative. That's no, because I'm a bad It's all relative. So you want to have reinforcements, right, for later. That's it. That's it. It doesn't, does your body really know? Suffer now. Warm hands later. And also, Longley weighs, he weighs the same he did late in college. He's got like 0.02% body fat. <laughs> Time out. But the, your theory would also mean I should take my jacket off and uh, wait till later. Well, there's a, there's a limit. There's there, a threshold. Right? There's, there's a threshold. There's diminishing returns. <laughs> okay. Diminishing okay. returns. I'm giving it a shot. I'm I'm gonna go gloveless. Fo- you're such a follower. I see a new theory. I want to give it a shot. You believe him because he's wearing flannel that he understands. He the looks cold super warm. Yeah, he looks super warm. I'm not gonna wear gloves until at least six minutes left in this quarter. God, you're. So- <laughs> All right, Cats now up uh, 20. Oh, did we miss that extra point? Oh, we missed the extra point? Mm. 20 to 7. See what happened? We're chatting away. Missed it. Oh, no, we got it. Look, there we got it. Okay, there we go. Coach, serious question. Yeah. Let's say we win this game. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy would have been really pissed if we missed the extra point. That's our number 21. Oh, yeah. That would make us 9 and 3. Yes. Does that get us... Maybe number twenty-five. We get we get looked at. We get we, we get we are, votes. We're gonna be others receiving we'll votes. votes. Yes, yes. We will be others receiving what votes. What will get us in the top twenty-five? Yeah, is winning two weeks from now if we get for that. sure. Yes, we're in the top twenty-five. I got you. And we go into our bowl game ranked. All right. Pick a ball, Ed. I gotta say, <laughs> since since I took off my gloves, the cats have been unstoppable. True. True. Longley. Might want to just seal the deal at this. Point. No, with my gloves on, we've been unbelievable. Why would I take them off now? Let's see how the second half goes. We got to hold this. This is a card we'll play later. I'm holding. Oh shit! Oh shit! I'm taking my gloves off. <laughs> Bowling Green with another long pass play. Come on. BMOC here. Uh, three minutes till halftime. 
Still the play of the night has been the fact that I carried three beers from the beer tent all the way here, all the way up here without spilling a drop. Not a bit. Didn't spill a drop. I saw a wet trail, like a little bit of a drop. I was going to ask if that that was wasn't That that was Sandals guy. (laughs) And and people were just cheering me the whole way. They're like, and I was like, hey, slow and steady, people. Slow and steady wins the race. All right, BMOC here. 28-7, 10 minutes left in the third quarter. According to the um, OU hype man, <laughs> Totino's Pizza Rolls are all made here in Central Ohio. South, Southeastern Ohio. Coach is he's livid that I did not know this. I am, I am flabbergasted that you I, didn't know I that one no fact. Clue. Out of I how have, much love you give to Totino's Pizza Rolls, they are amazing. you don't know that they were made right here. They're my number one snack. In the greatest city of all time. And right here. here. I had right no clue. Here. Unbelievable. I don't know if it's embarrassing or awesome. Also, uh, <laughs> pointing this out, we're yes. waiting for the first row to clear out. It's not clearing out as easily as it did against Buffalo. We can wait him out. We can wait a minute. We'll wait him out. All right, 31 to 7 now, two minutes left in the third quarter. Coach, what's the worst case scenario here? Worst case scenario is that I don't get a burrito after this game. We're getting a burrito. We're getting a burrito. It's it's called fourth quarter burritos. And that was the last recording I got. Uh, Ohio went on to win that game 38 to 14 win the MAC East, and they're going to the MAC Championship game on Saturday, December 3rd in Detroit. We're hoping to be there. Maybe another road trip episode, a third one of the year. You never know. We did manage to sneak down to the first row. Uh, we did not get on TV. They weren't by where we were sitting, or they weren't filming the crowd, although we all did catch those mini footballs that they throw out. If you're in the first row, that's a distinct advantage to catching stuff that the cheerleaders throw into the crowd. I actually caught three of them. Uh, and you know, I gave one away and I still have two. So if you need an extra, got an extra Ohio Bobcat mini football, let me know. Yes, we got burritos. Yes, they were awesome. It's just, there's just nothing, you know, a Tuesday night in late November, freezing cold, but just a fun night all around. Uh, had a great time. Hope you all have a great holiday and we will catch up with you. If not Wednesday next, then Wednesday next, next. That's all the sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way. On behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley, and sadly, not the maestro this week, he uh, he couldn't make it. Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying, take care of yourselves and each other, and good times, everybody. Good times. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at sportwednesday, that's sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at sportswednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Haig, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. (laughs) 